Oh, a wise guy. It's wise guy! It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM560, The Answer. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you? Well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host. Host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey. Oh, a wise guy. Wise guy! <laughs> a wise... Hey, today on the show, you've got to be... It's not about the wise. Not about the... If you think about it, it isn't about the wise guys. Oh, a wise it, guy. Uh-huh. Wise no, guy. No, 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 no. It's the why guys today. Testosterone for us men today, Testosterone 101, if you want to say it that way, today coming at you. I know there's a lot of questions, certainly a lot of advertising done about uh, hormone balancing, uh, bioidentical hormones for females and so. And yet, in a sense, I believe our, our nation is in a hormone crisis brought on by a uh, various ideologies or causes and uh, we're going to touch on the male side of things because we are a country that seems to respond somewhat successfully when we experience a symptom and if we're not feeling any kind of symptom then we're good to go and based on the way we were treated during this last couple of years if you didn't have a symptom we didn't want to see you so we're symptom driven symptom-oriented as a society to our, I think, uh, to our fault. And that, I believe, in my world, allows for disease processes of every type, every kind, to develop and to be nurtured in the, you know, very um, tiny, close-quartered time spans. And these diseases begin in our bodies without us ever knowing, until they manifest, and then somehow we justify our response by the intensity or the qualities of the the symptoms. And of course, the advertisers on radio, TV, other printed uh, news as well, tell us we can just get uh, some kind of relief in a bottle. And the sexy commercials on TV, now I notice with barely pubescent females, I, I just notice it. Just watch. as you wa- Just watch. They're using younger and younger people. Now it's no longer young adults. It's children in these commercials that look like they're going through adolescence. Almost for those of us who are older to reconfigure our thoughts and say, gee, I wish I was young again. 
without ever doing anything about it. And of course, the big bucks behind disease, any way you cut it, it doesn't feel good to me. Now, is it me or what? Does it seem to you, as it does for me, that as science and technology progresses, i.e., you know, medical procedures, prescriptive drugs, you know, generally speaking, various medical discoveries, various treatment protocols, does it seem like a big, bad, and ugly side of these human innovations get dumped on the average Joe, maybe someone just like you? So many terrible and deadly consequences of utilizing man-made technologies in general. Plugging into the, the, what I call the standard fear of what the medical industrial complex offers can get you dead. Can get a person killed or maimed. Systematic care for the masses is what it's all about. It overshadows any type of individual care delivered by the doctors or perhaps received by you, a patient. And I believe that more and more doctors are becoming employees, leaving their private practices most likely due to the hassles associated with the reimbursement issues, most likely due to the non-medically oriented gatekeepers now who flooded into the, 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 the space who now call the shots more likely to be a, a profit-centered business entity pushing a, a self-serving strategy, giving little thought to you, the individual. And, and then, then we've got the bureaucrats in Washington, on both sides, by the way, both sides of the aisle, that they enjoy the highest standard of, of health care coverage, not at all experienced or offered to the average American. You get that? If you run for office, you're going to have a lifelong health program that is second to none. Now, I heard a story that touched me a couple weeks ago, talking to a gentleman in his 70s, kind of a rustic guy. He recently underwent a uh, hernia surgery. And I inquired about just kind of sort of how it all happened. And, oh, it was no, no big surprise to him, although it was a very serious surgery, very extensive surgery due to the complications and the serious nature of the, the herniation. It had just like a herniation gone bad. And he told me that he was aware of the hernia several years ago, but, but really couldn't afford the $20,000 to, to pay for it. So what he did, like perhaps any person in his situation, I'm not calling him out on it, he may have mixed procrastination and just kind of waiting. And he was literally waiting on a timeline, like a calendar, for his Medicare to kick in to help fund this much-needed surgery. Now, you can, you can die of herniations that are unattended to. And there are many ways for that to happen, whether it be necrosis, dying skin, you know, sepsis, you, you name it. This guy went several years with the uh, hernia continuing to worsen. And then it, it got to breakneck speed at about the time that he uh, was eligible for Medicare assistance on it. 
went and had the surgery, and it, it's it's done. No harm, no foul. We'll say. But I wonder how many of us as Americans are, are left in similar situations, depending on someone else for our own health care. And of course, if you're a veteran listener, you know what it's all about here, because I really sense that we should be taking a more personal, more making more personal decisions and choices way upstream, way up river, not before the herniations occur, but just before the heart disease ensues or the blood pressure goes up. I, I can't tell you how many times in a week variations on this thing where people say, I don't know why I got that. I never had it. I don't know why I got my, my, you know what? I've had perfect blood pressure my whole life. It only went up this last year. Yeah, I never had varicose veins. I'm not sure what that's all about. And who knows how the heck somebody got multiple sclerosis or diabetes. How did that happen? It came up on me so quick. I never even saw it in the rearview mirror. And as we continue to teach improperly in this country, as I think we have throughout history, where we we tell the unknowing public, and it could be someone just like you, we we make it sound like we know more than you do. And, and of course, none of us have real confidence in our own body as, as what was given to us by God. And so we, we live with the negative possibilities of what will manifest from our hereditary line that poses a threat, a deadly threat sometimes. So we think that we've got the weakness of our forefathers. We would never have been taught anything else. We've never been taught. I mean, the closest we ever come to that is I have patients come in and they'll say, well, my grandma got to, you know, 95. You know, so they're inferring at that point with no confidence, by the way, that they may get there too. Now, I'm not sure that they know how she got there and how they're going to get there. But somehow when they can say that my grandma got to 95, maybe that's in the cards for me. Of course, my grandpa, her husband, died at 54. See what I mean? So they're they're mixed up in in. In, in that that combination. But I think we could build self-confidence in ourselves and our bodies and our body's ability to take care of us if and only if we spent more time on this boring, monotonous, upstream, how to take better care of ourselves and maintenance. How do we do that in the straightened level before the drama of a disease shows up? But again, procrastination and being busy is how most of us tend to be. We end up, you know, leaving. Uh, we, we, I think what we do is we, we, we mean to get to it and then we don't. And then the heart attack happens and, of course, we're thrust over the falls and we're, we're busy. So I hope you're going to stay with me. More on testosterone for men. And I also want to talk about cancer what it hates and what it loves. And if you want to take this down, it might be that upstream kind of strategy for you that'll help you hmm, prevent the experience of diseases just like cancer, but you got to keep it right here. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. You are ready to be taught the new way.
we wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's xlear.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Go to healthquestradio.com. Want to welcome to uh, welcome you to our show today. You know, listening to scientific pundits for the last fifty or sixty years has left me wondering more today than than ever before, as it relates to, as they say, finding the cure for cancer. To be sure, we certainly have <laughs> we haven't found it. The cure that is. Billions of dollars spent on research and treatment has left many dead, while others have, have been made millionaires, many times over, of course, as, as cancer has become a big buck industry in our country today. A- any vested interest in, in finding the cure, at least in my estimation, is fading fast in the rearview mirror. I'm just wondering if you sense what I sense how disruptive it would be if the cure was found for this deadly disease. You've got a multi-billion dollar industry leaning on the door of cancer and all of its profitable variations when it comes to treatment, huh? Then bam, the screeching, grinding halt. No more money to be made on cancer because we got a cure. Imagine that. And this happens to be the forward thinking of all of the exotic expenditures that are thrown at this disease through the years. That it ain't never going to happen. They're never going to get a cure. Now, I know people talk about it. I heard a PSA a little bit uh, earlier on the, on the station here where they, they talk about the, the, the giving of more money for the more research that's required to get this thing done. But did you know that even... Today's top shelf cancer therapy itself has been shown to be deadly, including being classified as a very deadly carcinogen itself. So embarking on that adventure in chemotherapy, let's say, can get you dead. Study out of the UK I reported on a couple of years ago established once and for all that about no less than 60, no more than 70% of all those who enter chemotherapy die of it. The cause of death is not the cancer. 
It's the therapeutics. And I just wonder with this chase, this, this, this ferreting out the cure for cancer, all the monies that have been spent through the decades with Walter Cronkite, and there's the cure for cancer is just around the corner. I mean, that's what he used to say, and that's what he was told to say, and nothing's happened since. I'm wondering if we could have done something else from a different angle. Perhaps not try to find a cure when cancer is running rampant through our society. What we could have done to, re, you know, to deconstruct it, to, to have done something to keep from getting it altogether without having to study the different subspecies of this thing. That, that, see, that for me, that just makes more sense. That's another option. Maybe stopping this endless search for the cure. Let's keep up your terrible lifestyle because lifestyle tends to be one of the most uh, responsible uh, precursors to, to cancer in many of our diseases. We wouldn't want to alter our lifestyle, would we? But I want you to know that cancer... Cancer feeds, you can, you can study cancer like any other predaceous disease. It's a predator. It's out there prowling. And just like the comorbidities have been present, it's a new word added to our vocabulary over the last couple of years, which to me has nothing, it's no different than just saying you're susceptible. You just don't want to be susceptible, but I am susceptible. What does susceptible mean? Well, you're overweight, got high blood pressure, you're old, you're young, you're weak, you're slow. And diseases like cancer pick on us. You see, they feed on something something fuels cancer and something's cancer hates wouldn't we be about the business of doing what cancer and other diseases hate and get with the hate and see if what cancer hates fosters a higher level of health because we won't get cancer but also could it be a healthier lifestyle that keeps us in high defense against a disease like cancer you see, cancer loves sugar, glucose. The cancer cell requires over 15 times the glucose compared with any other cell in your body. Glucose is its preferred food. That's it. So first of all, the two main foods of cancer is going to be sugar, glucose, could be hormones too. You ever heard of a PET scan? A PET scan seeks to find if, in fact, your cancer is feasting on sugar. And you see, cancer also loves, it has an affinity for an acid environment. Now, the most commonly eaten substance that we eat in this country fuels cancer the best. Because you see, when you take natural sugar and you take it, you, you know, you you take it to the factory. You know, refined sugars are sugars that come from the factory. It don't come from the sugar cane. It comes from the factory. The sugars that are used in factory foods, a.k.a. highly processed foods that you enjoy, a.k.a. junk foods, what Americans eat most of. When you refine the sugar, now devoid of all the minerals and other co-nutrients that were found in that natural sugar, you end up with refined sugar, which is nothing more than a sweet acid to your body, which is perfect food for cancer. Perfect food for cancer. Question, 
Are all sugars created equal? Not necessarily. You see, because natural sugars found far away from factories contain a multitude of substances. As I said, minerals, electrolytes, amino acids, as well as other nutrients, not totally understood by science. Maybe we need to study that and not worry about a cure for cancer. Because I just talked about a, a, a rapid onset of cancer with refined sugars. Once we process this stuff, all those synergistic properties go away, leaving refined sugar 100% acid, perfect jet fuel for any form of cancer you'll ever be afraid of having. And you see, as I said before, cancer loves an acid environment. It hates an alkaline one. And also, cancer hates oxygen. Are you getting it? Just look. Cancer hates oxygen. Okay? It, 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 it. It loves an acid environment. It loves sweet, especially the refined sugars. Just think of what we just came up with here, kids. Look what we just did. We just found that cancer loves what we eat the most of. Cancer really loves acid, which is pro-inflammatory, which is consistent with all of our, all of our most common foods that we're eating and it hates oxygen. They say, "Well, I don't know how to do that." Okay, maybe I have to. Maybe I go to Taco Bell too much. Okay, I got the chips and all the dips and all the crap. But, but okay. But what about the oxygen? How can I account for the oxygen? I believe I could be innocent on this one. You see, cancer hates oxygen, and it can metabolize glucose in less efficient ways. And it has to get its needs met. See, cancer wants to live too. As we previously said, cancer has a voracious appetite. It consumes over 15 times the glucose of any other cell in your body. healthy non-cancer cells, they love oxygen to gain the energy they need to be efficient. Healthy cells need and utilizes oxygen for, to, to, to thrive. And cancer cells prefer higher amounts of glucose and processes it more rapidly without oxygen. So how do we handle cancer? You, you, what are we going to do? Find a cure? When's it coming around the corner? We could prevent it by making the conditions not so favorable, not so, you know, when the conditions are right, a tornado forms, right? Could we work on maybe perhaps making the conditions not right? Would that be a more sane way for us to do this? Maybe even individually, if our government, if science doesn't care, too much money's being made on the disease, maybe we as individuals can start creating a strategy that will work for our greatest benefit and avoid, I would say, preferably prevent, but even if we have to avoid something like cancer, what, a, what an advantage. Now, in a few minutes, I'm going to talk about testosterone for all of us why guys, and I mean why guys, meaning guys that want to know why. I'm so glad some of us want to know why. I love people who ask questions. So we're going to take this break. Come back. Testosterone for us why guys. Oh, a wise guy. Wise guy! Vitamin D3. More than half of our new patients have poor vitamin D levels. 50% of the world's population is vitamin D deficient. And those of us who are vitamin D deficient tend to have high blood pressure. And those of us who have high blood pressure tend to be vitamin D deficient. 
Symptoms of deficiency includes fatigue, susceptibility to infection, sweats, anxiety, hair loss, depression, digestive issues, and those daily aches and pains. And that's why you got to try our D-Best D3 with K today. Because we can test your current blood levels of vitamin D, then take our D-Best D3 with K for just 60 days and feel the difference. Here's the deal. Get your first vitamin D test and I'll pay for your second one. That's right. The second one on me, free. But you got to make that call right now, as in today. 800-794-1855. Get the best ever D3 supplement with our D-Best D3 with K. Some restrictions do apply. That's 800-794-1855. 800-794-1855. Do your current probiotics offer diversity? The primary goal of your probiotics is to help create and maintain a healthy gut microbiome. We often think more is better, but taking high doses of 50 or 100 billion probiotics can work against you. The most important factor is diversity, not quantity. Look for a formula that has multiple strains of probiotic flora expertly fermented to contain postbiotic metabolites, which have been shown to help digestive and immune health, our gut-brain function, and more. The worldwide leader in fermented postbiotic health? Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, the number one probiotics in the world for direct delivery of postbiotics. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics uses a multi-year fermentation with 12 proven probiotic strains producing over 500 postbiotic metabolites, certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. So say no to quantity and yes to diversity. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. To healthquestradio.com. Oh, a wise guy. Wise guy! Wise! You know, we're not talking about wise guys. We're talking about why guys. <laughs> why is it that testosterone replacement therapy, TRT, has become so popularized. It's it's kind of scary. The side effects of supplemental injections something that seems so inane is, you know, taking something orally or perhaps uh, patches, topical gels. I, you know, one one could say, I'm, I'm now the subject of testosterone per se for males is a subject that men probably won't converse with each other over that particular subject. Now, technically, we could say, well, why would why would somebody need testosterone, which is a hormone, and it's a very strong hormone that's responsible for some very important um, attributes in the body, as all, uh, as all hormones have. But just as in all these other man-made innovations, whatever you want to call it, the mere thought of just taking testosterone 
for whatever reason you think you should, or even with your doctor in tow, who's going to tell you it would be a good thing for you to do that. I mean, wouldn't it be interesting if you need some money, you could actually, within a matter of minutes, become uh, very rich by robbing a bank. I mean, simple as that sounds, you could go rob a bank. Minutes from now, you could actually be in, in the money. But then, of course, the dead teller, you know, the shootout with police, and the fact that you get caught, we don't need to talk about it. But let's just do hormone replacement therapy. Let's just do testosterone for the men. Because, see, the body makes it on its own. But you have to say, well, what's wrong that we need to supplement what happened that something is wrong that we need to take testosterone replacement therapy? Now, I'm going to give you a list. Now, I didn't make this list up. I'm saying this is a list that is thrown out there for all you Y guys out there who are at least considering it. One would be hypogonadism. And it's a production of testosterone that is suppressed due to something that happens in your body, like a tumor. Uh, could be, you know, said testicular cancer, prostate, you know, things like that. It could be um, injuries to the testicles. It could be delayed puberty. These are just some of the things. And then at the bottom of the list, here's what they list here. The normal aging process could cause testosterone decrease, stress, and the last one is obesity. Now, if I was ranging this list for you, I would put those last three as the first three. Meaning, you see, as long as we can tell you that there's some reason, some cause that's out of your control, you're more likely to hear the Pied Piper playing, playing the flute and follow him down the little alleyway and get your, you know, get your testosterone. And will there be an effect of that testosterone application? Yeah. But I'm going to ask you a question. Why do you think, why guys out there, why do most guys, when they do get testosterone therapy, why are they doing it? I'll tell you why. Because of sexual performance issues. Now, they're seduced by the industry that says, hey, would you like to have better performance? Well, this fat slob who is overstressed and isn't even old, is having issues because the body cannot support poor lifestyle habits and have you think that you're going to be uh, uh, whoever that guy is <laughs> in the bedroom. So, so we're vulnerable, guys. We need, to, we need to ask why. Because the symptoms that are included in testosterone therapy includes weight gain. You're already obese. Stomach pain, headaches, depression, malaise. You could get a dysrhythmia of the heart, but don't worry, we'll just take you to the heart guy and then he can give you stuff for the heart. Your blood pressure can go up. And you know what? Hormone therapy for men, testosterone replacement therapy, just as the cancer therapy I talked about can be a carcinogenic and is 60% of the time, Testosterone replacement therapy can lower your sex drive. Now, during the break here, I've got a special to tell you about the male hormone test. You're going to hear about it in a couple minutes. Please take me up on it because what I want to do is test your hormones, not just testosterone, but the precursors that make testosterone. Let's get you healthy and then let's let that performance work to improve 
in your private life. But I got to go. Just listen for the spot, okay? I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. Hey guys, it's not enough to manipulate your testosterone by getting those shots. Did you ever stop to ask, why is my testosterone level so low anyway? Well, if you're a why guy like me, I've got something for you to think about. Hormone levels get skewed not with age. Hormones get skewed by poor lifestyle habits. Our male hormone test can help us find the why behind your male hormone challenges. So give us a call and get your male hormone test today. Pumping hormones into your bloodstream is not the answer, not without the many health risks associated. Stop tampering with your hormones, because if you don't, you'll probably live long enough to regret it. So from one Y guy to another Y guy, let's get her done the right way, the only way. Taking more natural steps towards healthy hormone balance and performance today. It's our male hormone test. No blood, just spit. Call 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. All right, we're back on a Saturday morning. It's a HealthQuest uh, Saturday morning with me, Dr. David Kolbaba. Testosterone for us wise guys. Uh, I'm saying wise guys now. Why am I? What, why, I just said wise guys. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even mean that. Wise guy. Wise guy. That's right. Why guy. Not wise guy, but why guy. You see, hormones are very important for all of us men and women alike. The male hormone test we're talking about right now is going gonna, is gonna to put you on the page. It's going to give you an idea of where you are, is, as we suggest almost every week when we uh, offer suggestions and options and choices for those who listen to HealthQuest Radio. So what we're all about here is to get, get you in walking distance to higher health, to get you out of that, the, the quagmire that you're in, and all the drugs and all the procedures that are coming your way to a body near you and what we can do about it. And if you think that testosterone replacement therapy is it for you, give it a whirl. But then you'll have to contend with the so many symptoms that show up, the dizziness, the ringing in the ears, the indescribable fatigue and the rise in blood pressure. And as I said before, you see, in the medical industrial complex, see, when something goes wrong as a result of a side effect of one thing, what you do is you take that second symptom and you go to a specialist for that, and they're going to knock that one down too. See, when you get the testosterone rolling in the body and it increases your blood pressure, well, then you go to the cardiologist and he'll give you a blood pressure medication. See what I mean? That's how it all works. And I mentioned before what some of the reasons for uh, testosterone help. And I was mentioning the, the lowest denominators was the normal aging process, stress and obesity. Now I'm reading a pamphlet here by a proponent of testosterone therapy. Now here's what, it, it, it's, I find it so ironic. It says, TRT may not be recommended, that's, you know, testosterone replacement therapy may not be recommended when a person has conditions such as what? Prostate cancer, male breast cancer, sleep apnea, urinary tract symptoms, congestive heart failure. But you know what the, you know what the lowest, again, on the list here, low testosterone caused by aging. 
wait a minute. As we age, men, testosterone should gracefully reduce over time for all the reasons that all hormones modulate each other, for the reasons that are related to the, to the progression of life itself. You don't want five-year-olds having babies. You don't want 80-year-olds having babies. So the progressive nature of hormones all by themselves working together in a healthier state, in a healthier body, the, the hormones know what to do. The hormones how to cross-fade with each other. And it's, it should be said that here, you're not supposed to get hormone replacement therapy. Why? Because hormones, as we talked about earlier, when we were mentioning cancer, cancer utilizes sugar. Cancer can feed on hormones. Your body makes just the right hormones for just the right job that it wants to do. When we start feeding hormones into the body, it's like a perfusion. It's like a flood of fuel for cancer. Hormone imbalances, they actually play to the formula of cancer formation. Now, you're not going to hear that when you go to the testosterone center near you. There are big, big, big bucks being made on people like you. Okay, you got a performance issue. What do you do? Well, first thing, what do you do? is you call our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855 and you get, you, you get an, a male hormone test done. It's a spit test, the saliva test. You and I will sit down and not only are we gonna go over your testosterone level, but we're going, to, we're going to share together what feeds into the component of testosterone. In other words, what are the precursors of testosterone, which happens to be androstenedione, but see, androstenedione has precursors, which happens to be progesterone. Another precursor of androstenedione is a, is a substance, another hormone called DHEA, dihydroepiandrosterone. The, the, the precursor to the DHEA is, a, is another hormone called pregnenolone. And the precursor of it, you're not going to guess it. You're never going to guess this one. It's cholesterol. And you thought that you needed to lower your cholesterol which is another misnomer out there. It's so sad. All I'm gonna say this, I'm just gonna say it, I've been saying it, I'm gonna say it louder today. You don't, that statin drug that you're on, I'm sorry, it's indiscriminate. One quarter of the cholesterol needed in your body is found in your brain because it requires that hormone. Cholesterol is a hormone. Cholesterol is a hormone. It's needed in great number great quantities in your brain. When you take a cholesterol-lowering drug, a statin, Mevacor, Locor, Zocor, it, it, it lowers the cholesterol in the brain, and we wonder why Alzheimer's, why Lewy body syndrome, dementia, why all these diseases that relate to dementia are all on the rise? Because we're all on statin drugs. You've got to take personal control. You've got to grab the oars. You got to paddle for yourself. Please, men, especially you why guys out there, you're just like me. I ask questions. I'm sorry. I love questions. Just call 800-794-1855. Get your male hormone test done. Please, would you do it? Would you do it? I, I beg you because all of the diseases, all of the problems that you'll be having later in life can be solved 
by, yes, doing the work upstream and not doing it the easy way where you're hoping, you know, that, that your, your, your insurance is going to pay for it. I'm not sure what to say to you right now, but just call that number, 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855. We'll be back with something right after this. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. Hey guys, it's not enough to manipulate your testosterone by getting those shots. Did you ever stop to ask, why is my testosterone level so low anyway? Well, if you're a why guy like me, I've got something for you to think about. Hormone levels get skewed not with age. Hormones get skewed by poor lifestyle habits. Our male hormone test can help us find the why behind your male hormone challenges. So give us a call and get your male hormone test today. Pumping hormones into your bloodstream is not the answer, not without the many health risks associated. Stop tampering with your hormones, because if you don't, you'll probably live long enough to regret it. So from one why guy to another why guy, let's get her done the right way, the only way. Taking more natural steps towards healthy hormone balance and performance today. It's our male hormone test. No blood, just spit. Call 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Go to healthquestradio.com. You know, last Sunday... Many of us celebrated what, for me, represents the most important, the most significant holiday of the year. Easter. Judeo-Christian, as this country once was, so steeped in the biblical God of this universe. Now it seems to me we're, we're perilously, uh, perilously drifting at top speed towards paganism. And, and, and that, makes, that makes me sad. It seems, it seems as though we don't, we don't know what a baby is anymore. Nope. Although we kill almost a million of them per year in this country alone. We no longer know what makes a man a man or what makes a woman a woman. And as one person put it, first we overlook evil. And then we permit evil. And then we legalize evil evil and then we promote evil and then we celebrate evil and then we persecute those who still call it evil heck we can't even reach a consensus on the cooling or warming of our planet for pete's sake and like kids playing with matches and gasoline. We humans sparked a global pandemic that killed millions indiscriminately. And the pundits from every corner propagated a campaign that, of endless lies and spread confusion and misinformation that ruined so many, so many of our lives. It was, it was this hideous coordination of deception and darkness that still remains to this day. Do you feel it? I do. You know, this radio station is not a religious one. It's a secular one for sure. This past Easter weekend, I got the opportunity to share my faith with you and my radio family. 
I truly understand religious diversity and all the and all the that goes with it. I received several favorable comments on our broadcast. And you could you can hear that show in its entirety at healthquestradio.com. Go there. As well, though, I received a scathing email that said the spiritual subject of our last week's show was out of line, inappropriate, further stating that we will never listen to your show again. Pastor John MacArthur said it like this. I heard it earlier this week. Where I go, Christ goes. When I open my mouth, I speak of him. I I don't have a language without him. If you tell me I can't come into your place and speak to the honor of Christ, then I can't be in your place. Where I go, Christ goes. When I open my mouth, I speak of him. I got to say, I don't have a language without him. And so I believe prayer, I believe in faith, is a part of our healing process in a damaged world. You can certainly share your thoughts. My email is drdavid, Dr. David, drdavid at healthquestradio.com. That's drdavid, Dr. David at healthquestradio.com. 800-794-1855. Thanks for letting me rant that way. Hey, 800-794-1855. Get your, get, get that male hormone. Get get your male hormone profile. Please get that. 800-794-1855. 800-794-1855. I just got to let you know, I appreciate you listening. And I hope it makes some sense. And I got to say that the evidence that we're getting in our office when we work with people just like you is you get well and you go on to have a great life, a long life. Of course, with God at the helm, <laughs> 800-794-1855. Thanks for listening. You be blessed. See you guys next week.